Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means. Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And we have a guest on, so how cool is that today? Good morning, everyone, once again. We are recording this live because, you know, sometimes the bandwidths are not with us. Today they were not, but that's okay. We can record and we're going to upload. So check us out. Hit replay when you are watching. And, you know, give us some input. Let us know. And today is, guess what? Cinco de Mayo could not find my hat or my beads, but you know, I'm going to search for them because I'm going to be putting them on later. I hope you guys are having a great day with that. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss Lady Canna, live with two. Good morning, everyone, two sisters. And yes, it's Cinco de Mayo. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Oh my gosh, we have an amazing guest on today, but I do want to apologize. Well, it wasn't within our control, obviously. We made several several attempts to go on, live, on our Facebook page live, and all of our listeners love it when we show up live and we get some uh, interaction going. So do apologize, but hope you will definitely either view this on our YouTube channel view it on our Facebook page or listen to it on the many of the 15, I think we're on 15 different platforms. So let's get right to our guest, Heather Katz. Um, we're so excited to have you on today. She's up in the great state of Maine and she really has a phenomenal holistic background with not only health coaching, but she's also a certified personal trainer, um, she's going for her yoga certification, and we hope that you're getting close to that because we would love some tips on that. And Heather, welcome. We're so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much, Carol Sue and Janice. It's a pleasure to be here. I love your energy, and I'm really looking forward to being on the podcast with you today. Wonderful. So tell us a little bit about your background in your words, because um, you take more of a holistic approach. And <clears throat> I think people maybe misunderstand that just a little bit, because when we think of holistic, we think of, um, I don't want to say woo-woo, and that's not what I mean at all. But I think some people think, oh, you know, what is that about? And it really is a more sensible approach. So if you would just enlighten some of our listeners and viewers as to what you do as far as approaching wellness in a holistic approach. Absolutely. Well, so first and foremost, I am a health coach and a personal trainer. And most of what I do involves coaching clients and training clients, some in person, some online. And the holistic piece, how that comes into play is when you are supporting somebody to make a change in their life. There are times when it's pretty straightforward. You know, they, they want to work out, they want to get stronger to swim better in the pool, they want to lose weight, you know, they can have very straightforward goals. But then there are other times when there might be a few bumps in the road on their path to finding that wellness that they're looking for. And so the holistic approach really comes in in those situations when, you know, there might be an underlying, um, you know, I wouldn't say health condition, but, you know, maybe something that happened in their past that is influencing them or, and I don't like to bring in, you know, traumas, but we can have past experiences that can affect how we eat, how we move, how we think, how we approach our daily habits, and just getting kind of behind the scenes and addressing those. I really try to do it in as simple as a way, uh, simple a way as possible, 
and you know try to approach it you know, just by having a conversation with them. But when I teach yoga, and yes, I am working on the 200 hour certification, but I have been teaching for at this point almost a year. And I, we always incorporate the mindfulness and you know the body scanning and be, just being aware of where you're at, aware of how you feel when you eat and do and move certain ways. So that's really my holistic piece. And when appropriate, of course, I can bring in other modalities. I can actually bring in the Reiki and the energy medicine. I am not energy medicine certified, but Reiki really is that. And you can teach people how to use mindfulness to support themselves, the aromatherapy and you know different modalities that I've used and have learned about uh, that I can suggest to help people to you know, reach their their best version of themselves and you know how to feel better and look better and just move better the way that they want to be. I, I so love what you said about that. And one thing that I picked up and, you know, we all have goals, but I think when somebody is contemplating, okay, I really need to feel better. I need really need to do something with my wellness situation, with my health. You said straightforward goals. Now, for me, <clears throat> and everybody knows my sister and I hate the word diet, but um, for me, when I had very straightforward goals, and I think that's really important to bring up because I really had to look at my potential weight loss many years ago when I went through that as not a diet, but as a health, my healthy mindset. And you also brought up mindfulness. What are some tips that you can possibly share with us as far as straightforward goals and kind of intertwining that with the mindfulness aspect? Right. So in my approach with clients, people often come to the table with a lot of goals. And I think it's wonderful to have your sights set on achieving A, B, C, D, all the way through whatever letter you get to. But I really try to have clients at the beginning hone in on one to two things to start working on in that first week or so. You can overwhelm yourself, you can overwhelm your body, especially if you know that's in the gym, you don't wanna to do too much when you're working out, but you can overwhelm yourself trying to adopt too many new habits at once. And then we all know how that goes. It can be, all right, gung-ho at the beginning. And then it's like the new year's re resolution. You, you, know, you fall off the wagon and don't even keep any of the habits that you're trying to start. So encouraging, yes, the list of goals, but let's pick the first one or two that you're gonna focus on for now. And then in a week or two, let's add one or two more so that over the course of, you know, hopefully the, the, the one to two months that we're working together or sometimes three months, then we can really see, all right, you've added this as to your, to your plate, to your daily activities, to your way of doing things. And then you've added this and then you've added this, but it's not so much at once that they become overwhelmed. The way the mindfulness comes into play, and it makes me think of a client I'm working with right now. She, she is so motivated. I mean, probably like you with your weight loss, Janice, you know, she really has that goal in mind and she knows where she wants to be. And she's, and it's fantastic to see her just you know, going, she's checking off the items on the list and getting everything done. But I've encouraged her, I've said, you know, just a reminder, you're getting back into exercise. And I love that you're embracing it and really you know, jumping in and, and, and working out on your own. And she happens to be a remote client, so I'm not with her in person as I am with a lot of my clients, but she 
I just said, be mindful of how you're feeling. Just check in, you know, see, see how the, see how the body is feeling, the muscles, you know, she's had, you know, some, some surgeries, you know, be, be mindful of how those parts of your body are feeling just to stay in touch. It's so easy to go about our days, never getting in touch with how we're feeling. And so, you know, taking that moment, if you're you're a morning person, take that moment, you know, that five minutes at the beginning of the day and just get in touch with, how are you feeling? Maybe just taking some deep breaths and then starting your day and thinking about what the goals are for the day. You know, for me, I'm more of an evening person when I come gather my thoughts and, you know, check in with my, with my body, with, with my goals, with whatever I'm working on and, you know, really let that guide me. So those would be my two suggestions, I think, to go along with both of those pieces. Uh, and Carol, so um, obviously being a, the, a mind, mind and goal-oriented coach, um, what is, are your thoughts about that as well? You know, connecting the mindfulness with the, the standard, no, the straightforward goals. Well, I, I, I so believe that it, it's paramount. Yeah, you have to marriage the two of them together in order for your whole being to, to move forward and to have that positive force in your journey. If you're not in touch with your feelings, if you're not in touch with, you know, taking that time to take that deep breath to, uh, a lot of times I think we're, we're, we're so quick. Everything's got to be quick. You know, instant, instant gratification, uh, instant you know, I've set this goal out. I only, I only went with two because you only told me to go with one or two. Uh, and I went with two and then I went out with two more. But did we, did we really embrace that journey of those one and two to uh, not only first decompress what we've kind of achieved, uh, pat ourselves on the back and give, give ourselves like, you know, we did a good job, but also to, to look at the hardships that came along with it. You know, when you embrace the whole thing and then mirroring and marriaging that with how your physical being feels, because, you know, I truly believe that depending on where you are in your age, which a lot of people don't want to embrace. A lot of people, when you, you know, hit that 35, 36 year mark, you're like, oh, four years to 40. And, and I, I thought I was gonna, you know, be in that bikini contest and oh my god now I'm in my mid-30s well you know I can tell you that you know I, I have one girlfriend that you know just she tried many many different things and when she finally found her rhythm uh set that goal and it was a year in the making so goals and knowing where our bodies and our minds are at don't only necessarily meet always but it's so paramount that you take the time to have that accountability with, am I doing too much? I mean, we often talk about doing, uh, we talk about the 75 hard and we both concurred that we absolutely love it. Uh, we, last year we got to day 43, but for both of us being in the age bracket that we are in, even though we constantly talk to our clients and our customers and our viewers about the importance of uh, hydrating, you have to adjust that with your age. You have to be mindful of where your body is at because there are some adverse effects that can happen if you're drinking too much water. So, you know, 75 hard is one of those great challenges to do because it's about, I truly believe it's about that physical being and that mindset and they do combine the two. And it's really about the transformation of mind 
that kind of meets the transformation of body together, which I love. But one of the things that you have to do is drink a gallon of water a day. My body can't handle it anymore. Five years ago, it could. And that's only five years ago. But if, you know, instead of me getting, you know, beating myself up that I still want to do the challenge, but I cannot, I'm not in tune with how my body feels. I fought with that for a little bit. Like, oh, I can't be successful at it because I'm not doing exactly what the challenge is telling me to do. But at the same time, if I go ahead and do it, I'm going through excruciating gut issues because I'm flooding my body with too many fluids. And even though I spaced it out, I did everything I possibly could, I, my body just couldn't handle it. So for a while there, you know, I felt that a little bit of defeat. And I said, no, I'm not going to feel the defeat. You know, I have to accept that my body is where it's at. So while I'm doing 75 hard and I would probably get that big X with, uh, with the, what's his name? He cracks me up. The guy who does it, Jan, what's it? Andy Frazella. Yeah. You, you fail. X start again, day one. You know, I, I don't let that bother me anymore. I, you know, what I, my mindset is going to be is what I'm going to do the challenge wholeheartedly. I'm just going to adjust the water. And that's just, doesn't mean I can't complete the challenge, even though he may say I'm not with his automatic no, no, no. However, I just have to accept it. So I think people have to really get in tune with, you know, knowing and not using age as an excuse because some people will do that, but embracing where you're at and saying, this is, this is the level I'm at. This is my age. So what can I do in a slower pace just to, to press the limits? I can't test the limits unless I start from somewhere. So if you're finding that, you know, you're doing those one or two goals a day, you're, you're doing the mindset, you're being mindful of where your body is at and you've realized, okay, seven days have gone by. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling pretty good. Now I'm going to push the limits. I'm going to add another goal. I'm going to, but I'm also going to recheck where my body is at. And I think too often people just have this, like, you know, I, I didn't do it in my thirties. So I'm going to do it in my fifties. Not so saying that you can't, but it's okay that you may have to adjust things. And I think that's, that's the mindset under really understanding the body and, and not getting discouraged, just accepting, hey, this is where my body is at right now. Doesn't mean it's gonna get, you know, not change just for now, I've got to go slower and we're too impatient. And that's part of the problem. Heather, would you agree that to a certain degree, and I think especially for women too, where, okay, we finally had that realization, all right, I need to do something with, with my health. But we get discouraged because we want that instant gratification. <laughs> but I think sometimes too, we do things out of habit, even though we know they're not good. What would, your be, what would be your suggestion? And you had mentioned start with one or two things. And if you had to pick one very specific specific thing, even if it was um, start, let's say one of your clients doesn't make their bed. We always talk about making our bed from time to time. What is one thing that you would suggest that they just start out maybe the first couple of days? Well, I think I would piggyback on what Carol Sue said about the hydration. So that's of course a huge important piece of the puzzle. And Probably my second suggestion uh, is that you have some sort of movement and movement can mean different things for different people. It really depends where you're at. I like to keep in mind for everyone that we don't have to go to the gym 
for an hour and exercise. It doesn't have to be that. We don't have to fit into that box. Yes, I work out at a fitness facility and there are many people who love that. But what is that for you? What is movement for you? Is it turning on the radio and dancing? Is it going for a walk with the dogs? Is it pulling out the bikes at the end of the day with the kids? And these mini micro workouts, and you don't even have to call them workouts, you know, mini, you know, bouts of exercise, mini fitness, uh, you know, opportunities, just find a way to just be active. And I suggest three times a day, 10 minutes. If you're not quite there yet, then do, you know, five minutes, three times a day and just get moving. And the other piece of that is I also suggest to people, especially if they're having trouble exercising, finding a way to make that a priority is think about what you enjoyed as a child and bring that back into your life in some way, shape or form. Now, obviously we're not gonna be pulling out the roller skates. I mean, I think you're probably similar in my generation, but you know, maybe it's not roller skates because we might not wanna fall or anything, but what is it did, that you enjoyed and go out and do that. I'm a huge proponent, proponent of outside time, you know, getting outside in nature, you know, we know the benefits of that. And many people have embraced that, especially, you know, now during the pandemic, just getting outside to, to get our exercise in. So that would probably be my one suggestion in addition to Carol Sue's hydration is to is find it, find that time to have those micro workouts. Those yeah. are great tips. It does really help uh, to, you know, really show different aspects of movement. And, you know, we often talk about, you know, well, what do you do at night? If you're one of those people that need to just kind of, you know, kind of relax and you, you know, love to watch a movie or put on that TV, whatever you do, you can do things even sitting down. And it's really, like you said, just trying to find that 10 minutes a day, schedule yourself. Uh, you know, I, I think we're at a moment in time where we've seen uh, what this last year uh, has either changed and or pivoted for people in their health and wellness or not. And the bottom line is for longevity, and we always talk about this longevity, uh, you have to have that movement. There's no doubt about it. Your, your future bones are going to thank you. Your future muscles are going to th thank you. And you always have to be mindful of, you know, the gut health, but also just the movement, the key, uh, like you said, going for a walk. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, which Two Sisters is working on, is we're working on a land and water challenge, water being in the pool. How many people enjoy using the pool this time of year? There are many ways with playing with your kids and or even if you're elderly, that you can be getting some great movement that is less uh, less uh, hard than versus doing it on land, believe it or not, because of just the way the water works and body in motion in water uh, is a great opportunity to even start that journey of I need that movement. I'm talking to all these people. I'm listening to all these coaches, these great speakers. I know I need movement. What can I do? I hate to run. I hate going to the gym because everyone's you know either made up or not made up. And then you, you, there's all these components get in the water is one of the best things that you can do for your body and you have fun. Absolutely. You know, and I think it's with the movement, it's all about having that fun. And although it may not be roller skating for us, technically it would be figure skating because we grew up in a figure skating family. And by the way, I, I really stink. I, I have no talent whatsoever. Um, it's our, our older brother that does. But it just goes to show you that, you know, you can do anything 
if you kind of set the tone, set those smart, simple goals to get you forward to where you want to be. I agree wholeheartedly. And yeah, I, I love the water suggestion, Carol Sue, because, you know, it makes me think about, you know, there's some gals who come to one of my classes and they love the water aerobics and it's gentle. It actually, when I was pregnant with our first child and we, we happened to have three, I, I was fortunate enough to have varicose veins. If I wasn't in the water every day, I was extremely uncomfortable. So what it does is it, it promotes blood flow. So if we're talking about aging and, you know, wanting to stay healthy, blood flow is huge when it comes to that. And you know, that's going to help everything in your body to, to be healthier. It's, you know, it's gentle on your joints, but yet if you're doing something that, you know, maybe you, you're in for water aerobics, you're touching the pool floor, you're still going to get the bone health benefits. So the, yeah, the water piece is huge. We're in the water all summer here in Maine. So that, that's, that's where we spend most of our time. And that water turns to ice, to ice skate on in the wintertime. So we get a little bit of each, but yes, that's an excellent suggestion, Carol Sue. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's really, it, it, you know, it is. And I, I find that so many people, don't you know for various reasons are not what i consider gym rats now my husband was a gym rat all his life uh we uh have moved to florida and we both have taken a pickleball so we play generally uh three to four hours a day he's actually normally i would actually be even doing this podcast at the pickleball court but i had a couple other obligations that i had to attend to this morning that's the flexibility of being an entrepreneur but we you know we absolutely love pickleball so he's finding uh you know he's having nail problems he's i think i'm losing a little bit too much weight i'm like bye-bye go 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 do your pickleball uh women don't want to hear that from a man but he's 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 retained his, his muscle he's just he's much leaner and he has not gone to the gym in probably about a good nine to 10 months. He, he, he's, he did still go in the very beginning of the virus um, and then scale back a little bit, but he's not, he's not a real big fan of the gym anymore. He absolutely loves just being outdoors. So whatever would, and I absolutely do it too. I, you know, I love to play every single day. Uh, it's good movement and it's yeah fun. And then you have the camaraderie of the people that you meet. So I often suggest to people get doing something that's movement that encompasses friendships and camaraderie with other people. Not only can they keep you accountable, um, but they're also going to add that joy to the level of happiness that you have when you're doing that activity. We that have is. a very active pickleball group every morning at the, I work at a local YMCA boys and girls club and yes, they are committed and it's they They were so thrilled when the pandemic allowed it to open back up and they just, they love it. It's, it's fun to watch. You can just feel their joy watching them. Yeah. A lot of fun. It's competitive too, but it, it, it is a lot of fun, but we, we have a good time. But I mean, that's the point, you know, to all of our viewers and our audience that no matter what you do, uh, find joy in it. You know, it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday and what a time to embrace, you know, doing things with movement that add joy to our lives that can also add goals to our journey. It's kind of like a win-win, don't you think, Jan? Oh gosh, when, when you have a win-win with your, with your wellness, when you set out to do something, whether it's the gym, whether it's kickboxing, pickleball, um, make it your own. Like, don't feel that you have to do something because other people are doing it. Maybe look into different things. And I always suggest if you're not really sure, um, 
for instance, uh, one of my clients uh, about a year ago took a hula hoop. And I thought, gosh, I remember doing the hula hoop when we were, you know, when we were kids and how much fun we would have to see who could, you know, go the longest. Uh, oh, that hair. Right. And, and I thought, oh my gosh. So I happened to go on uh, Amazon, of course, and they have weighted hula hoops and there's all these different things. So spark the interest by looking at those different things and always check out YouTube because there's a lot of great suggestions. And I love YouTube because when you find something that you like, it's free. And I kind of like free. I don't know about you guys, but I love free. Absolutely. <laughs> there's so many tools out there. It's just a matter of, you know, I always tell people, like we talk about, time, put, put a timer on your social media, do your scrolling, do whatever you got to do, but then make sure that you're using the internet for ways to improve your health and wellness, your goals. There's a lot of great free tutorials out there that really can introduce you to a new activity that you never know. It just may be something right up your alley that you're going to enjoy. Right. And the other thing that I became interested in this year was rowing, <laughs> excuse me. And I happened to mention it to my husband who has like everything in the world. Right. So the big question is, do you know where it is and does it work? Well, he happened to have a rowing machine from like 30 years ago. And I was thrilled because I was like, you know, gosh, I would love to buy a rowing machine, but it's expensive. I don't want to spend all that money or something I'm going to use maybe a couple times a week. But, you know, who knows? Maybe you have a relative who has a piece of equipment that's there's probably a lot of laundry over it. I've been guilty of that. Who knows? Look into it. Ask around. Go on Facebook Marketplace. Right. Uh, you know, there's so many things that you can do to get that movement in. What is, I, and I know that you do a lot of different things, Heather, but what is your favorite movement thing to do? My favorite movement is, is anything outside, preferably with my kids. So, you know, right now, this time of year, we have a trampoline set up in the yard and I'm on there with, especially our youngest, because when I get the bigger kids on there, so we have an eight-year-old, a 13-year-old daughter, and then we have two boys, so a girl in the middle and then a 17-year-old son. So when I'm on with the bigger kids, I can't do as much. But my little son, we play soccer on the trampoline. We love to bike. And well, last year, we were hiking a lot, not hiking as much this year. I think we got a little burnt out on that. So anything outside, when it's my time, when it's just me, I'm on my bike. Uh, in the wintertime, cross-country skiing, like I said, of course, the ice skating. That's usually with the kids. But uh, And then in the summer, swimming. So anything outside. But Interestingly enough, we pulled out the hula hoops this week because yeah, we, we have them and my son was like, it's hula hoop. And I don't know, I think I need, I need to find a better weighted one. The dog got a hold of one of ours, but they, it's so much fun. And it really, I mean, it's a, an excellent core workout, you know, hip strengthening. And I, we went, um, we had our, our last hurrah um, vacation. We didn't know it was going to be the last vacation before the pandemic, but my mother-in-law loves to go to club meds. And so she take, we went all of us together being my brother-in-law and his family and my husband and my and us. And anyway, they have um, a circus school and hula hoops are always a part of that, uh, you know, just learning how to do it. So all day long, well, not all day long, but you know, in the afternoon when they had the hula hoops and the juggling out, that's what all the kids were doing. And then on vacation, you find the, the adults join in and you're, you were all very active and 
you know, it's such a joyful, fun thing to do. So and movement can be fun. I, you know, I, I think we have to get the stigma away from that. Oh, I've got to go to the gym and, you know, and then people a lot of times at the gym, you know, they're there, they're focused on their goals or, you know, their little groups and there isn't that fun interaction. I don't think I am not, I've never been a gym rat. I, not one of my things to do, but every time I've gone, I, you know, I'm, I'm a people observer for sure. And I thought, you know, it's a necessity for some, especially depending on, you know, if they're a professional and they're, they're working out that kind of thing. But I'm like, I don't know. There's just, there's no, there's no fun to it. I don't see the fun in it, but the others may feel, see the fun. in it. I personally, I like to talk to people. I like to interact with people. I like to do physical activities with people, walking, jogging, you know, a little bit here and there, but definitely swimming and the, having that playfulness, because I find that if you have that join, that playfulness to that activity, you're going to find more often than that, that you're going to continue it with part of your journey. Mm, yes, absolutely. And Wow, lots of great information today. And Heather, um, if our um, viewers and listeners would love to get in contact with you, how can they find you on social media? So my business is called Balanced Wellness Within. So I have a Facebook page. You can, of course, find me via my name as well. I have a personal page as well with um, to go along with that, but I have uh, Balanced Wellness Within on both Facebook and Instagram. I do have a group on Facebook as well. So if you go to Balance Wellness Within, you can link to that group and join in there. And I'm on Clubhouse too. I don't know if anybody's on there. You know, do some, have some fantastic talks with some of my colleagues and friends that I've met on there. And, you know, if you happen to be local to Maine, you can find me at our local Boys and Girls Club and YMCA. I, but I, I love connecting with and, you know, helping and guiding people to you know, find their way to fitness, find their way to balanced living, find their way to, you know, the healthy eating and the, that healthy path, whatever that means to them, because it's different for each of us. And, you know, I think that that's, that's kind of what you were getting at before, Carol Sue, is that we're each individual. So we can't all drink a gallon of water. We can't all go to the gym, but find something you enjoy and find something functional. So say you like to garden, well, you might need to, you know, make sure that you can do some squats and, you know, but use your body weight, make it functional, make it so that you can keep up with what you love in life without worrying about, you know, compromising your, your, your body or your, or your, um, your ergonomics by doing so. So I always encourage functional fitness for anyone who is not a gym rat. Mm. I think I may be uh, as a sidebar, um, definitely looking into that weighted hula hoop because now I'm thinking about I'm like oh my gosh that would be so much fun. I think that I think that might be able to be, might be able to incorporate that with our water and land challenge and hmm, got me got my brain wheeling. Well, I hope that was the point of today, guys. Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Did we did we spark some energy in you? Some joy? Some hmm? I need to get some more activity in my life. That is the purpose of what we do. We love helping others, and we are so fortunate and blessed that we have great guests that can really also add insights to what they are doing and what they're sharing and what they're passionate about. That, but don't forget, it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Remember, have that healthy relationship with wealth and an entrepreneur always has that mindset because the more we have the more that we can give the value of money can impact our community to those that we want to help don't forget to surprise that unsuspecting person i don't know where i'm going to be today 
that I've got some good ideas. I'm going to think I'm going to put a little Cinco de Mayo flavor to it. Just saying, I will definitely post some pictures. But with that, thank you so much for, you know, really adding so much value today, Heather. It was very, very, uh, so much insight and great, great input. And with that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, Lady Canna, live from a sunny Vero Beach. Going to get my pickleball on a little bit later than normal, and that is okay. Maybe with a little Mexican flair. With you... Sisters. Hey, everyone. This is Janice, AKL. What? Sorry about that. Got a little tongue twisted there. AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Heather, once again, thank you so much. And we look forward to chatting again with you, hopefully very soon. Everyone, you have a great day and we'll keep you posted on the hula hoop. Bye. I everyone. can't wait. <laughs>